The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm getting kind of sweaty. Take off your blanket. My, my cocoon. The problem is that I get cold when I take it off. It's still super, super sad and rainy here in Kansas. Really? Yeah. All the all the cornfields are all gloomy and, and wetened. We don't have cornfields. We have wheat fields. Really? Have some respect for the breadbasket of America. <laughs> Welcome to the Crunch, episode thirty-three. It's your boy Ethan, aka at Propostle, and I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Welcome, welcome to the worst part of the semester, aka yeah. two weeks before finals, where we don't have anything prepared. So it's just going to be this podcast. Me thirty minutes of us just reading each other's tweets to each other <laughs> and laughing. That'd be so, pretty good. Uh, you've had some. You've had some uh, slam dunks lately. Uh, <laughs> you might have. <laughs> I don't have any slam dunks. The only thing I have on my Twitter is Trad's getting mad at me for squatting in my profile picture. I oh my gosh! So the best thing happened in class yesterday. Yeah, my professor, Doctor Scott Hoff, was standing at the front. And it makes it so much better that it's him that said this. But I don't like the like, way that you say it though. You just kind of Doctor Scott. Does Scott. And so <laughs> he was sitting at the front of the class, and he goes, he stops, and he goes for a second. He's like. Have you guys ever run into like rad trads? And I was literally tweeting oh. at one at that moment, and I was like, "He better, he better do it." And he's like, "You know, sometimes I think these rad trads are more like mad trads, oh. and, they, and they need to be more like me, a glad trad." And I'm like, "Doctor Han, you are the world's greatest dad trad." Did he say it like that? He did, did he say, say it like rad that. trad, like separated out into four syllables? Dad trad. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh man. That I would great. love to see I would love to see Scott Hahn come up to one of these Twitter rad trads in person and just own Oh my him. gosh. The just look on him. his face when you say something he disagrees with is the most intimidating thing in the world. It's ridiculous. Like because he's a very intimidating person because he knows so much more than you do. But you're like, um, how tall is he? I like to imagine that he's four foot three. He actually he's I think he's about your height. Oh, like, really? He's shorter than me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Him and I would probably get along then. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. How was your weekend? You you went to a party last night. Um, I did. It's just par for the course. Apparently somebody Steve, the missionary told me that, uh, Every time we do the podcast, I was at a party the night before. <laughs> just, I'm not, That's actually, I'm not yeah. A, I'm not a bad person. I just I just have friends. So uh, we – it was our – it was St. Isidore's uh, Catholic Student Center last party of the year. Um, it was called Morp, which is prom backwards. And so everybody dressed up like tacky prom. <laughs> and I wore these chubby shorts 
which are like super short shorts, if you don't know, because apparently some people don't know what chubbies are. But uh-huh. they're super short. I borrowed them from my friend Joe, and they are like have the Colorado flag on them. You can see <laughs> most of my thigh. Um, and I wore a blazer. And I wore a blazer and like a tie up top. And like all the girls wore these tacky dresses, or they looked like they were at a, in a Little House on the Prairie TV reunion episode. <laughs> so it was like everybody was kind of dressed up all goofy. It was a ton of fun. It was super sweaty. I had to deal with women asking me, can you change the song to something that we know? <laughs> like, because um, we want something we can dance to. I'm like, it's what? This is Amelie by Lil Wayne. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know. So it was closer. fun. Play Closer. Was, just on repeat. All of the remixes hours. of Closer that exist. Yeah. Then throw in Africa good. by Toto. Every time the DJ, I, I made, I went, I'm sorry, I went to formal on Friday, so two nights ago, not the night before. Yeah, boy. And um, the DJ, I noticed that he was doing the cool thing where you, like, don't let it get silent. You just fade into the next song, and all of his transitions were good. Like, he was a really good DJ. I was proud of him. He had this yeah. mashup of uh, um, My Own Worst Enemy and Turned Down for What? And I was like, that, it went, it went together well. Anyway. It's not bad. But he would let the, he would let the music fade out sometimes and there was like some periods of silence and so every time there was a period of silence I would scream at the top of my lungs Africa um, and he did play Africa but the Shakira version not the Toto version I think it's funny because I think he just thought that that was your favorite continent and so he was like yeah dude you <laughs> <Africa>. go <laughs> proud of you <laughs> well, it was, it was, what was really funny was because Franciscan was like you're not allowed to the school was like you're not allowed to make requests like the DJ won't take that's requests a, that's a smart move on the school's part yeah oh yeah Play some Matt Marr. Oh gosh! I Would drink people actually Mar. request a Matt Marr song? Absolutely not. No. Transubstantiation. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Speaking of that, uh, yesterday, if you don't know, we had the Catholic Throwdown that yeah. we were on with Catholic Drinky, Catching Foxes, that Catholic couple, Tommy Ty, Matthew Sewell, Steve the Missionary. Um, am I missing anybody? Nothing. That was it. That was a lot of people. Yeah, it was everybody. It was wild. Um, You can find that YouTube link around somewhere. Um, It was super fun. You probably don't have to go Um, that far. Yeah, but if you don't want to, it was a good time. We had lots of good conversations. I wore a blanket. It was great. Life of the party over here. If you want to see the video version, there's probably going to be a podcast version eventually. But watch the video version because we dressed up for you guys. That's not true. Yeah. I just I literally just put a blanket around my face and that's that's the only dressing up I did. Anyway, <laughs> we're at like 6 minutes of banter, dude. We got to get this going or else people are going to get antsy. It's true. All right. What was our topic again? We're gonna... <laughs> I don't know. I was like too lazy to write one. Ah, oh, man, same. Like I was like I just I was sitting in bed all morning. I woke up at 9 watching Netflix <laughs> for 4 hours. I just like doing things just made me not feel good. What is this bit? I don't know. Oh, if only there was a word to describe Scrot. such slow move. If only there was an animal that we could compare this feeling to. The fa- my favorite jungle animal, Acedia. Uh, what's Acedia? Is that a yogurt? Acedia. Don't Acedia. <laughs> Dang it, now you're gonna get credit for that joke. Uh, uh, you left me open for it. You did, I did. Alright. Folks, uh today we're gonna talk about sloth. 
<laughs> if you haven't Folks, figured comma, that out. Comma. Folks, comma, comma, comma. Um, so this is actually perfectly timed um, because at this point in the semester, it's really easy to be lazy. Um, and being lazy is probably the reason why we didn't have uh, a topic this week. And so we're using our sin as the topic. Because as one that. of our listeners so astutely pointed out, every time you listen to The Crunch, you find out about a vice you didn't know you had. So so we're going to make you all realize that you're even more of a dirty, dirty sinner. There's your weekly vice, folks. Yeah, strap, strap in. Um, Patrick, how about you start us off? As St. Thomas Aquinas said... You have, to do the, you have to do the Australian accent. As St. Thomas Aquinas says. He, I feel like he... I feel, oh my gosh. I feel like he chooses words more than other Australians do. Is that just me? Like, just to emphasize the fact that he's Australian? I don't know. I think Bad it's friend. just a podcasting thing. Maybe. That, like, when he, when he speaks on the podcast, he's, uh, you know... A pint of beer. Like, <laughs> do you really have to do that, Matthew? I don't actually like beer. <laughs> Matthew anyway. Kelly. All right. All right. Sloth. Sloth is when you're, like, too lazy to do things. But it's also, I don't know, what what what, what is sloth? I don't know. It, it, there was a Father Mike Schmidt's video, and he was talking about how sloth and acedia is more than just, like, procrastination. It's also, like, when doing good things... Or like doing your calling or what God wants you to do is like it makes you you're repulsed by that or you take delight in doing what God doesn't want you to do. Um, the noonday devil, as he called it. Because you're like, yeah, it's noon yeah, and, and you just want to go to sleep. And like sloth is really just like kind of at the underbelly of all the other sins, you know? Yeah. I find myself like when I'm because school school is great because it keeps me busy. I always say, like, when people are like, oh, how's school going? I always go, it's keeping me out of trouble. Um, and they think, oh, ha, ha, Ethan would be doing cocaine if he wasn't in school, which is true, but that's not what I'm referring <laughs> to. Um, the fact that, like, engineering keeps me so busy with, um, you know, just studying for tests and writing papers and doing reports and everything and then being involved at the student center and then, you know, being involved in other organizations on campus. I stay pretty busy. Um and so I don't really have a lot of time to sin, which is a great way, like if you're struggling, uh, a great way to avoid, you know, certain sins if you if you see them cropping up a lot is to just get super busy. Um, you won't have time to sin uh, if you don't have time to just sit and be bored, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's always good for me is like when I when I'm running around all the time, I mean, obviously I still struggle. It's not like I'm I'm sinless. Um, but then, then when everything slows down, like the beginning of this week, um, we, I didn't have as much to do. I was just kind of chilling because it was like an in-between between like all of my tests in the third half of the, or the, the third half of the semester, the, the <laughs> final third of the semester. When your semester is um, that long that it feels like a third half. Uh, a little bit. And then in between like the last tests and finals, there's kind of this lull. Yeah. Um, and I was just laying around. Didn't really do much, you know, because I didn't have I didn't have anything to do, and I definitely noticed it. And I went to confession. I was like, dude, there's a correlation here, you know. Um, and my priest gave me some pretty good advice that we might get to later. But ooh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, so like that's kind of 
one aspect, at least from a college student perspective, like I know with a job and with kids, obviously, you know, this might sound a bit, you know, superfluous. Just make sure that you stay busy and people (laughs) holding up four kids. Like, yeah, I'll do my best, you know, (laughs) like we probably don't even know the half of it, but, um, it is, it it is not bad to stay busy. That's for sure. I mean, we're all about to get pretty busy, right? Like if you're in college, then it's almost, or is finals week and the week before finals week studying is what takes up a lot of your time. And I know there's like when you have five or six classes and all of your classes are looming over you, like this big giant monster, you kind of look, you're like, I have so much work to do. Uh, I don't know where to begin. I guess I just, sometimes uh, it's easier just to sit down and play super smash brothers melee for <laughs> an hour and then you don't get anything done. We got so I'm much not to speaking do. from personal experience. We might as well just not do anything. Cause there's just so much to do. <laughs> That but, honestly, yes, yeah, <laughs> and like it's almost easier when there's time to relax because like if a, a vacation's coming up, I, that sometimes motivates me so that I'm like, I gotta make sure that I get a lot of my work done so that I can really enjoy vacation, you know, or like I really enjoy this party tonight because I did all my work, you know. But like even then, sometimes it's like, well, I have a party tonight, I need to rest up for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that. um you know, as far as looking forward to things to come, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Like with summer uh, looming around the corner, um, like we, oh gosh, summer is just this big beast. Yeah. It's this big three month chunk of time that you just have and it's yours. And what are you going to do with it? And everyone, and like, everyone you, wants to know what you're going to do with it. Yeah. Like, and, what are you doing with your summer? Like, well, you do anything fun? Like, all oh, of my you know, voices um, are the same. You know that, you know that, like, oh, you know that company, uh, Netflix? Yeah. I'm actually going to be working a lot with them this summer. Um, yeah. Just in my bed, super, watching that's, everything that's that they clever. produce. Um, uh, so summer is such a great opportunity and I always, oh, this is what I was going to say. This yeah. is great. Okay. Put on, put on your. Yeah, you put on your seatbelts. So summer is great because you have a lot of time, right? Summer also sucks because you have a lot of time. Uh, so when we when we get done with finals in a couple weeks, and we uh, – two weeks for me, uh, and we kind of sit down and we say, all right, now I have the opportunity to do all the things. I have a stack of books just right over there that I'm waiting to read, um, and I – keep telling myself, all right, I can't wait till the summer comes because I'm going to read a ton and I'm going to learn a bunch of stuff and I'm going to go through these encyclicals and read this, that, and the other thing. And it's going to be great. And I said that the same thing last summer. And I said the same thing the summer before. And I said the same thing the summer before. And it almost never happens. Um, I hardly ever read anything. And so why, why, like, why, why does it happen? That's a good question. I think I have an answer. Please lay it on me. Oftentimes, we try to, like, streamline our productivity, and we think that that's, like, godliness, you know? Right. We we equate, you know, like, Stephen Covey, The Seven no. Habits of Highly Effective People? Yes, I do know. That, that kind of, like, self-help book where it's like, oh, I just need to, like, shift the way that I think about things and to shift my paradigm, you know? And then I'm, like, I'll be, like, more inclined to do work once I change my way of thinking. So once I change this... Then I'll be able to do this. And that's like... And see, this is stupid. That's stupid because it's not Christian. You want to know why? (laughs) Do you want to know why? Because he's Mormon. Let me lay it on you. What? What? No, no, nothing. 
I was going to say. Stephen Covey's Mormon? I don't know. Go on. Oh, no. Uh, because anyway. Christ in the Gospels, when he calls his disciples and he tells them to do stuff, the disciples don't go, oh, let me like change my mindset first. <laughs> let me just shift my paradigm. Let me shift my paradigm. I think let I really me, need to begin with the end in mind with this I need to like, mission. I need to wait. I need to wait for like you know, these finals to be over. Like I need to just chill out for a second. Like I need to make sure that I finish, you know, what's in front of me first before I start something else. You know, <laughs> that is not, that is not how it works when, and, when God's calling you to do stuff. I mean, we, we plan and we plan and we plan and we're like, all right, cool. I'm going to set up like these goals for myself. I'm going to have daily goals, but those things are good planning and daily goals and all that stuff. But like, When's the last time you took your planner into a chapel? I mean, right? Like, Ooh. is your day is your day that important, but it's not so important that you can't bring it to God? And like, or is God so unimportant that He doesn't get a say? It was like, what? What's what's our mindset? You know? I mean, I brought yeah. my planner accidentally into a chapel once. I like, had my backpack with me, and I was like, I really need to check my planner. I I, I kind of need to know what I'm going to do today. And I was like you know, actually, yeah, I, I think I will. And so I, I was like praying and I was like, all right, where, where am I going to be today? Where do I need God in those moments? Are these things something that God wants me to do? And I don't think sloth is a problem with our productivity. You know, like it's not so much a problem with like procrastination and like, oh, I'm slothful because like I don't do, I don't finish the goals that I start. And the way I fix that is by doing some kind of like self-helpness. I think the problem is we're just not doing what God wants us to do in that moment. And so we fail. That's always the problem. We have That's no the problem support. for every sin. <laughs> well, no, I mean like with our schoolwork or, or with or the yeah. book thing. Let's take the yeah. book thing, for example. You the have this thing. plan for the summer. You're going to learn how to play the cello. All right? all right. And you're like, I'm okay. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Every morning, I'm going to wake up and as the birds sing, I too will sing with my cello and I will play my cello and I will learn it. And you kind of made this decision without considering whether or not God wanted you to learn how to play the cello in the first place. Um, and so you're, you're, you're setting up this big life changing decision to learn how to play the cello. And you didn't even consider where that, if God wants you to make that big life changing decision. Um, so yeah, this rule pretty much only applies for big life changing decisions, not the decision to like clean your room every week over the summer. Well, I think it does. I think, I think God plays a big role in all of our decisions. I tried to talk to my dad about this when I was home last week, but he said, I don't want to have a philosophical discussion with you right now. And so I said, okay. <laughs> so I'm What's the podcast is for? Yeah, right? I am so, your dad now. <laughs> please, no. My son. Oh, dear. Um, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So anyway, I was trying to say we were like we were kind of talking about like how how much God should impact 
each of your small decisions. Like the more you think about it, there's no reason for God not to play a part in every decision that we make. You know, because if that's if that's the most important thing, you know, why why wouldn't we think of him and yeah. consult him with those types of things? And so that begs a question like what when we make these decisions who are we thinking about? You know, because it all True. it all comes from like the egocentric nature of humanity to just say like I want this. I want to lay on this couch and I want to be warm and I want to be snuggly and I don't want to get up and do things. And whereas God's saying, get up and go get things done because that's how you're going to glorify me today. And instead you glorify yourself and you glorify your own, you know, wants and needs. And um, you end up feeling terrible afterwards. And yeah, and you feel like crap. So how and glorified are you it. now, peasants? Yeah. My thing is that, like, planning is good, but total and utter reliance on God, you know, doesn't really have much of a plan. Like, obviously, you should have a plan to study and, like, you should go and do things. But if you feel an urge or you feel, like, some kind of something telling you to do something, you should, you should follow that. Yeah, a lot, of, know? a lot of my living, not so much prayer, but living lately has been, like, I feel this tug on my heart or like this, like I want to do this. And then I'm like, in the moment I'm like, is this something that God wants me to do? Yes, do it. And it's been like, it isn't like I need to wait 10 minutes and really like pray a Hail Mary or two before I do this. It's like passion is moving somewhere. Intellect is like, I'm down. My soul is like, God, is this good? And God's like, yup. And boom. And that all that happens in one second. And I've been, been working harder and harder on that it's been yeah been good it's a stuff. hard thing to do it is a hard thing to do because it's i mean it's easy when it's something like all right god should i go eat dinner yes got it <laughs> or when it's you know okay god should i get out of bed after the first alarm probably what if what if i didn't <laughs> the heroic minute the heroic minute is super hard it's the worst. My alarm clock is out of arm's reach, but I still manage to get to it and get back to sleep. Yeah. I don't know how it happens. It's because we're falling. It's because we are falling. It's because we just, we try so hard. We, we, and we don't so try so far. hard. In the end, it, yeah. it didn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. So, Summer. How is your... Yeah. Um... We we have this big thing at Franciscan where every before every break or every semester everyone kind of gets into this mindset of like all right we're all going home because it doesn't escape us like we do live in this Catholic fairy tale land you know and and we're not blind to that fact and that the world is different outside of Franciscan there's not a chapel five minutes from where you sleep but you know every 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 semester <clears throat> everyone's like you know you you really have to make sure that you maintain your prayer commitments over summer break because you're not going to have the same support and everyone's always like I don't know when I go home for summer I'm not challenged like I'm just not challenged in my faith like I am here and um, a focus missionary made the point he's like no you are being challenged in your faith over the summer you are not being challenged in your faith when you're surrounded by a ton of Catholics who think just like you I think that goes for anybody who's in like a really solid Catholic campus ministry you know you're just not you're not around people you're, you may not be around as many people who are, like, on fire for their faith and encouraging you to pray every day. 
So you really have to commit. And like the summer is when you really can see like how much does your faith mean to you? Yeah. Summer is ride or die. Honestly. Yeah. Like if you don't do it, you're going to come back to school next semester or you're going to start your job, you know, whatever it is that you do. Um, and you're going to be at the exact same place or worse um, when you left school the semester last time. And if you don't and pray, it's bad. probably going to be worse. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I love volunteering with the teenagers at Life Teen every summer because that it gives me a reason to keep praying and keep trying and keep learning and keep growing so that I can help them, you know? Yeah. Um, and they they do so much more for my spiritual life than they even know just because of their, their joy and their love, which is great. Um but at the same time, I also have to take responsibility on my own, um, you know, going to adoration when I'm bored at night after work instead of playing video games for several hours, um, reading the spiritual books that I want to read instead of just sitting on my phone on Twitter, you know, in the living room. You know, this just yeah. those kinds of things that are just small that we forget about because it's summer and we deserve a break, which is true. We do deserve a break because college is super hard and sucky. Um, but God doesn't deserve a break. Yeah. You know, like, or, I mean, he does deserve a break. He's done a lot of work, but he's not taking a break and we shouldn't take a break (laughs) from him. Because he doesn't need one. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So let's all bring it full circle here. We can't take a break from God. Retweet. Um, and so, and that, and that goes for during actual break times and that goes for during like finals week when you're super stressed out. Where are your priorities? I always make it a point to go to daily mass during dead week and finals week because I know that if I don't, um, I'm just not going to be like 30 minutes of me going to daily mass is not going to ruin my my study life or not going to ruin my test grade. What it is going to do is recenter me and make sure that I'm focused and make sure that I'm, you know, they're, you know, doing the right things and in the right mindset and not, you know, super stressed out and worried making time for prayer does so much more than completely neglecting it in favor of working or studying or this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And God won't be outdone in generosity. So if you give up your time for him, he's not just going to be like, okay, that's nice. And just sit there. He's going to give you back that time. That's good stuff. Yeah. I think just at the end of the day, you just have to watch out for it. Like the more and more that you're conscious of uh, what you're doing, is slothful, is sinful, uh, the more and more you're going to work to avoid it, hopefully. Yeah. At least for me. Now that I know it's a thing, I can feel myself start to slip into it and say, all right, it's time to get up. Let's go. Let's go for a run. Let's go do something. Let's not, let's not be in this situation. Um, cause it's all about, you know, avoiding the near temptation of sin mm-hmm. of laying, you know, on the couch with the TV on is a near, near occasion of sin. Don't do that. Um, if, you know, sitting, if, if Twitter is a near, near occasion of mm-hmm. sin for you, put your phone away. Don't, don't have it. Delete the app. Delete the app. We'll miss you, but I mean. I will not miss you. Nah, I'll miss you. Patrick will. Patrick's a softie. He cares about our listeners a lot more than I do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> do you it's have any, not like- true. I care about them. I answer all the emails that people send me. We still have one email we haven't gotten to. We're probably going to have to get to that soon. Yeah. Well, isn't that the one about gay people in the church? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was. 
That's well, because neither of us are gay, so that's kind of hard to address. Ethan, you just opened just, this up for a whole bunch of jokes. I know, I know. What I know, it, I know. the guys on Catching Foxes are going to roast us so hard right now. Speaking like, of catching foxes, oh, you're not uh, gay because you totally are gay. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, so Patrick and I are going to be on Catching Foxes on Wednesday. Oh my gosh, that's right, Wednesday. And we are that episode is going to come out on Friday, I think mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday. So I, I actually don't know when they release episodes. I just listen to them. They they release on Friday. Oh, so cool. I'm super excited because Catching Foxes they're like my heroes. They're not really? my heroes, but they're the they're the reason that I started a podcast. So I am so pumped. That's exciting. Like, and also and also super nervous because Gomer's super smart and Luke at any point can just wreck you. It's like true. Just... They're like they're like some kind of Greek mythological villains, and yeah, we're on just this odyssey of crunchness. We're just yeah. floating through the Mediterranean in our little crunch bowl, and we we like get wrecked by like some sirens, and then we like find find a cave of a cyclops, Luke and Gomer. I'm enjoying this image. I don't know if you are. Wow. That was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm excited too. They're both really cool. I get. I understand Luke. On I, I, I relate to him, and uh, I think Gomer's funny. I'm the Gomer. <laughs> Patrick thinks that I'm Luke. Okay. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. not true. On the podcast, on the podcast, I am Luke. You are Gomer. However, IRL, you are Luke. I am Gomer. Am are I you wrong? saying that you're funnier than me, IRL? No, I'm saying. Would that you like to throw down? <laughs> Would you like the Catholic throwdown? All right. Who is more likely to name drop Hans Urs von Balthasar IRL? You or me? Me. Because I do no. it ironically all the time. Oh, true. Okay. But completely serious. Who is more likely to go on a theological rant that causes you to get up, get a beer, and come back? Me. No. I think we, we both do those things. I talk just way because more you're, than you Just do. because you're getting a stupid degree in stupid theology hey, doesn't mean that hey. you... Talk Listen about here, it bud. more than I do. Hey. I love the church, okay? It's We're not, not a stupid st- theology degree. <laughs> Whatever. I'm over you. I'm ending the show because I'm sick and tired of no, your bullcrap. No, I, I have one more thing. Fine. Do you, do you have any, like, practical tips for studying sessions? Do you have anything that you do... That makes studying sessions more variable because Hannah Jackson, shout out, was tweeting some good ones the other day that I would like to repeat. But I would like to know if you have any. Sweet. Uh, I can roll on this real quick. So Sweet. what I do is I, I really need to have music playing, mm-hmm. um, which is a super important thing for me. Like if I don't have music playing, I'm just going to get distracted. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to forget what I'm doing. It'll be bad. So I do one of two things. Um, I either – there are these live streams on YouTube that just go on for hours and hours on end. And so I just click on them and I play them and I just forget about them and they're just there. Um, or I'll listen to like hour long like music sets from festivals. So that way I have just a long uninterrupted stream of music um, that's like mixed together and I don't have to worry about it. So I like put on something that I don't have to like maintain. I got you. Like if you just play one song after the other, like if you don't like one song, like you go in, you change it, and then you look for a different song, and then that's just that just ruins the whole day. So I don't do that. Um, you don't, you don't to listen remove... to any like deep focus Spotify playlists. 
Uh, those are different because they're not as they kind of they blend together a lot more. Oh, really? Okay. You know, than than just normal music. I think if you're listening to some good post rock, if you're listening to some good chill hop, um, if you're listening to some good, Flimble I listen Flambo. to I listen to a lot of hard style, which is like on the opposite end of the spectrum. But I really can just get into it. Like if it's all at the same tempo, you're good. It's true. Ethan um, is on the other end of the spectrum. Thanks, thanks, Patrick. Now I'm gay and on the spectrum. The spectrum of gender. Oh. Because gender is a spectrum. No, I was not making an autism joke. I got in trouble on Twitter for that earlier. Yeah, that was really... Dude, that was cruel. Um, As far as other studying things go, uh, I don't like to sit with people because I talk to them. Yeah. So I sit by myself, but I don't sit by myself in my room unless it's like late and I have nowhere else to go and I really don't want to be at the on campus. So go on campus, get out of your house, um, bring some snacks, make sure that you don't have to get up frequently. Bring a bring know. a bring an external catheter so you don't have to go pee. Yes. Just get just get a catheter in general. In like general. Not even, They're very not good even related to I studying. Mean, we have them um, for Catholic throwdowns so we don't have to go to the bathroom during We do. I you ever hear me say, Oh Ethan or, oh, Patrick, I have to pee. Well, I say that, and then I do it. You guys just don't see that part. <laughs> That's true. You heard it here first, folks. All right. That's Those are all my tips as of right now. A couple of Hannah's tips were pretty good. Um, going to the gym. That's a good tip. Make sure you stay physically active because you need your Never. body. You need your body to be in sync with your mind. Your mind is so mentally active. And that's the thing is that your body is the thing that sleeps, right? And so if your body isn't tired, then you're not going to sleep. And then your mind is going to be more tired. So you have to work out your body as well as your mind. Work out your soul. Go to mass. We talked about that. Um, a really good, a really good practical advice that she gave was she was like, take breaks that don't include social media. So, like, take an actual break from the screen, close your laptop, walk away, have a cup of coffee with a friend, good conversation about mindless stuff, and then come back to your studying. Those are good tips. I was I was using those yesterday. I was writing a paper, and I went to go get milkshakes with some friends, and we just talked about dumb stuff. It was great. Sweet. Sweet. You guys are going to uh, do great. I believe in all of you. Yeah, I... Just don't even trip, dog. Like, you got this. Another if you good need tip. Any help, let me know, and I'll study for you. Good tip. Live tweet you're studying. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> Just read some hundreds from Balthazar. Can I wrap this up? Are you done? Yes, I'm done. All right. Thank you. Gosh. I'm going to do Crunch of the Week. Good. Um, Speaking of rap. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you see that one? I did. That's what I'm going to do. So yes. this one's to make Patrick happy. To quote Patrick, I check podcast reviews about twice a day. It's been on 76 reviews for a while. Make my day. Review hashtag the crunch five stars, please. So this person gave us a review because Patrick asked everybody to give us reviews and we got like five or six more, which is great. You should drop a review um, on iTunes if you haven't. That's what makes us more popular. So if you like us, do it. Do it. Okay. Are you going to so wrap she, the rap? Yeah. She, Can I throw it on yes, a beat? Just – have some patience. No, the beat will be off if you try to do it. That's a good call. So let me just I'll – I'll do my best here. Um, so this, this girl wrote us a rap, and I'm going to try and – I'm going to try and unleash <laughs> my inner urban child. DJ Pillowcase. DJ Pillowcase on the mic real quick. You ready? 
This podcast is pretty rad, whether you're charismatic or a trad. There's never been an episode that's bad. They put my focus on my heavenly dad. You will never hear an ad, at least with the episodes we've had, hoping their rapping seals are mad. I've got nothing else to add. Listen to the Crunching Episodes every Sunday. Everyone noise. <laughs> add it in, add it in. Super fire. Um, so yeah, that was cool. So if you want to, drop us a review. That would be sick. Uh, donate to the Patreon. We're going to need some fat stacks. Because we have to beat Catching Foxes before Wednesday. Yep. So <laughs> if you could all get us up to like $400 a month, that'd be great. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, write us in questions. Ethan at thecrunchcast.com. Patrick at thecrunchcast.com. Facebook.com slash thecrunchcast. Um, Patreon.com slash thecrunch. Twitter at Propostle at Catholic Twitter Pat. Twitter at Propostle at Catholic Pat. Follow me on Instagram at Patrick Nevy, I, I, I. Do not follow Patrick on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Do not. I'm trying to do Instagram now. Do not. <laughs> okay. I might start up Instagram this summer, I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm your summer up, goals. Don't be thoughtful with your Instagram. But, like, revive my old Instagram account. Because people are still, like, following me. But I haven't posted a picture in three years. So, <laughs> I figure I might as well do something with that. Good anyway... Stuff. Oh, sloth, don't do it. I I need to go I need to go do stuff. <laughs> this is stuff, right? This is productive. No. This doesn't count. Alright, thank you for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.